Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what kinds of dark energy did one police officer encounter on his normal patrol? Today, we dive into the world of police work involving the paranormal on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your Real Ghost Story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. Right in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Love to hear your stories. You can call or write in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if you find yourself loving this show and going, I think it'd be nice to keep that thing on the air. Well, hey, your support is greatly appreciated. Mainly a listener-supported show. It has been for the last about seven years. So uh, please do help us continue to float our pirate ship. You sign up to be an EPP, an extra podcast person, at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. With that, you get a bonus episode every single week, exclusive to EPPs, access to our archive of more than 300 bonus episodes, jam-packed with our best ghost stories. You get our Amazon best-selling ebook, our Audible best-selling audiobook. You get video content, and you get advanced episodes before they're released to the public weeks in advance, commercial-free. All of that as a thank you for uh, your support of the show at five bucks a month. So please, if you can, help to keep our show alive, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories tony and carol hughes joining you on today's episode and what is going on in your world miss carol well tony i guess i was getting bored with the pandemic (laughs) so i bought a house everybody's doing it these days i know it was so funny i just tony and i were talking about it because we always been like 30 to 40 minutes just talking about life before yeah. we ever start. But um, a week ago tonight when we did the last podcast, 
I wasn't even considering. I had never in my life considered buying a house. And a week later, I bought one. <laughs> we did the exact <laughs> same shit. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's so funny because I decided on Wednesday, I think I'll buy a house. On oh. Friday, I get pre-approved. And on Saturday, I bought a house. Boom. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's a lot that goes with it. And maybe that's good that I just like, kind of bought it on a whim because it's a great little house. It's so perfect for me. I'm really excited. But um, I think if I had done all the research going into it, I might have been too intimidated to do it. <laughs> you know, and I think, too, it's one of those things where when it's right, it's right. And if you're sitting there going through the process to be being super hesitant, being super scared, I mean, you want to go into these things with an idea of what's going on and to make sure you can afford it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's but, what I did do that. Yeah. Part. And, and as long as you did that part, if you you have no reservations and there's nothing in your mind or gut saying this is the wrong thing to do right now. I really should not. I should be thinking about stopping this. If that's not going on, it's probably the right thing to do. I've lived my entire life just kind of flying by not the seat of my pants, but by my gut. And I'd say it's more right than wrong in terms of bigger decisions. And I make big decisions quickly, but I do think about them and chances are they've been brewing in my mind for months before I actually make them. It's just when, when I'm tipped to the point of doing it, I just do it. And, and yeah, this wasn't brewing. It no. just, okay. It just kind of <laughs> went over. But my thing was, was I was mad because rent is stupid expensive. And I thought I was getting discriminated against because I don't have kids, but I have pets. Mm-hmm. And everybody was charging another hundred bucks a month for my very senior pets and my one young cat. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's ridiculous. It made me so mad. That's when I'm like, hell with it. I'll just buy a house. So the, and that's what I did. I'll show you guys. The big question everybody is asking right now to their uh, phone or whatever they're listening to us on. Is it haunted? Oh, see. Well, I don't think so. And. Because I walked in and I have a really, really positive feeling about this house, right? So that was one. I didn't even want to rent a house that's haunted. If I look at pictures, like there was one picture, um, one house I was looking at online. I'm like, this looks pretty good. Yeah. And then I got to the basement and it looks like one of those basements where a serial murderer like cut people up. <laughs> uh, like yeah. that, seriously. Like I was like, oh, I looked at the basement. I'm like, I can't even look at that house. Yeah. Like, how could you go down there and do laundry? Uh. So... I felt really good about the house. And so I told Tony that. And what did you say? You're like, oh, that's because they're drawing you in. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I haven't even thought about that. Oh, nothing like making the thought. I kind of live in a haunted house. But I don't really think it is. I just got this really great, peaceful feeling. I literally, when I walked in the house, and it was the first one I looked at, I walked in the house and I said, I want to live here. I want to live in this house. A peaceful easy feeling yeah and i know it won't let you down you're already <laughs> standing on the ground so uh i yeah i think it'll be uh it sounds good i mean i'm excited for you i it, it looks like a really cute house there's a great little yard there for not little it's a nice big yard for a city yeah, house i had to buy a riding lawnmower yeah. from the yard there you go i well, mean it came with a house well like that's a, cool it was part of this they're like hey you buy the house We'll sell you this riding lawnmower. And I'm like, oh, you got a deal. That's great. 
Uh, I know. So I'm like, man, if I need extra money for my house payment, mm-hmm. I'll get, I'll have a side hustle and I'll do a yard business. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll have Carol's mowing service. Carol's Lawn Emporium. And yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be great. The, uh, the dogs do the weed eating while you're mowing the lawn. They just go and eat the weeds or something or just chew them up. That would be. I'll get goats. It's my house. <laughs> now, now that's my house. We're doing the goats. Oh, so. yeah. But I, I that, the lawnmower thing uh, is something I have to think about right now because I have seven acres to mow. So yeah, it's like, yeah, how am I going to do this? There's a different term for you. It's called a tractor. <laughs> yeah, I got to look into that and I got to figure out how all that stuff works because I've yeah. never done it. So good times. But I'm, I'm very you need the right outfit coveralls. You yeah. will need to invest in coveralls. Yeah. And overalls. It's like you'll need plenty of hats. This whole other version of me that's going to be coming out uh, to uh, to do this, but I'm I'm excited and uh, we'll be out in the country away from people. But it's funny, every person on our shows has moved during the pandemic. You, us, and Sean. Uh, it's so funny. Right? I know. <laughs> it's like four weeks ago. Nobody's thinking about us, and boom, everybody's like, "Okay, we're we're leaving." It's like. Okay. It's the pandemic. Let's move. I wonder if there's like a spike in moving or anything. I don't know. Or it's just us. I don't know. Uh, 835-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's jump into our first uh, story of the day. Uh, Starts out, says, my name's Rebecca, and I've been listening to your show for a few months now. It's the best. I'd like to share a ghost story that my dad told me. My dad was a police officer over the 37 years with the New South Wales Police Force. I had been a police dispatcher for some years, too, and we both are comfortable sharing our stories and experiences of our work. My dad loves to talk to me about his days in the force. Some are funny, some are sad, and some are just downright incredible adventures. Dad had started his policing career in Sydney, New South Wales, at the George Street North Police Station in the Rocks. It was a very odd police station built in 1882. According to Dad, at one point in the building's history, part of it had been used as a temporary morgue during World War II. Dad said that the building had its own ghost. The ghost appeared to be just as solid as you or I. He was of medium height, middle age, with reddish-brown hair, and was wearing brown trousers and brown cardigan. The ghost would walk right past the police station front counter and continue walking down the corridor until he disappeared through a wall. I don't know if the ghost made any noise or if it had appeared in any other location around the police station, only that the ghost would walk this route on a regular basis. How regular? I don't know. His dad just said it was seen quite often. My father said that one night he was working a late shift and was doing paperwork at the desk when his boss, an inspector, came in asking, Constable, where did that man go? I saw him walking past here and down the corridor. My dad replied, he's not human, boss. He's a ghost. I went back to doing his paperwork. The inspector was very pale and couldn't believe it. The officers all saw this ghost on numerous occasions and his appearance just became so commonplace that even though it was very unnerving, they were just so used to seeing it. Dad is of the opinion that the ghost is someone who worked in the morgue and is probably from the era of World War II and his clothing appears to be from that time. I have other stories that I'd love to share with you, most involving the house we lived in when I was a child that was haunted. Thank you so much for letting me share my dad's ghost story with you. I'm just hoping that you can use it on the air. And yeah, an interesting thing when you have buildings like that that have seen so many times and places in history where makeshift morgues come into play uh, and it's quick, sudden death 
And unfortunately, I know a lot of areas in our country are experiencing that right now. And really, you know, for the first time in, in, in many of our memories or lifetimes of suddenly uh, we need places to do these sort of things. And it used to just be in history books. It just used to be in ghost stories. But now some of us are starting to see the reality of this is what happens in, in times that are troubled, whether it be disease or war. Um, things aren't used for their normal uh, capacity and the imprint lasts. Especially when I would think when it's so tragically sad, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of people then and now they can't be with their families because of this. Yeah. So, uh, that really bothers me. Um, okay. On a different note, I don't know if I could work someplace where there's a ghost that everybody sees and I don't know that I could ever just get used to it. It's like, yeah, it's just like, a ghost. Yeah, who's that? Did you see that? Oh yeah, that's Bob. We see him all the time. I, I could, I, don't, I just don't know that I could go that get that comfortable with it, but it's great that they could. But, but Carol, you work in a building that has its own set of ghosts and you have for quite some time. Maybe you don't, you don't necessarily you know, see them walking down the, the hall. The other day I was working and when you're in a studio like that and you can record, you can be on the air, you can turn all the sound down and you re can record something. Yeah. I'm actually re recording a commercial while I'm on the air. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it was like an on-off switch, but they're not. You have to physically move it and turn it up just like a knob. It's yeah. a knob for the volume. Yep. It went from off to all the way on. Like no <laughs> turning it up. It was like it's off. It's as loud as it can be. Yeah. And we have really kick-ass monitors in the studio, and yeah. it gets loud. Yeah. Like... I've had that happen before, but not like that. Mm -hmm. I literally almost fell out of my seat. It scared me that bad because it wasn't. It wasn't like it got turned up. Yeah. It just went from off to all the way on. And I've watched it where no gradual in the middle. I've watched it where it turns itself up, and the knob doesn't turn, but there's like a little bar on that board that shows yeah, like where the level is. Light. But the bar moves, you know. It's and yeah. it's like. Okay, what's going on here? What, what's interesting to me about that, and I know people could argue, oh, it's a glitch or something on the board. I've tried Googling this to see if there's like a glitch in that model of board, and I've found nothing ever. But, but, but this isn't the same board we've had. This is the third yeah. one in the studio yeah. that does it. And I think this one we've had in there a couple years maybe since you've been there. Yeah, same model yeah, though? Same. It's a different one since you were there. Oh, really? Okay. And it still does it. So it's a different model of board. It's not even the same type of board. It looks it looks similar. Different. It's very similar. Okay. Yes. Well, but it's a different one. Wow. So may so it's like maybe there is a glitch in that type of thing, but the fact, but it does it with the monitors yeah. and your headphones. It could go either way. You, so you could be talking on the air and all of a sudden, bam! Have you ever had it, though? Here's what I find interesting about it, because there's good chunks of time where people are not in studios. Your specific station, more so the middle of the night or some weekend times, but um, other studios, same board, and people are not in those studios for long periods of time. It's rare, if not ever, that when I was there in the 10 years that I ever experienced 
it turning up when someone wasn't in the studio. Yeah, I've never walked in and it's like glaring. Where you walk in and it's like, oh, in the middle of the night, you know, because you would would assume that if if this is a glitch in the board, that it would just do it at random, certainly in like a six to seven hour span of someone not being there, that it would happen. Or when you get up and go to the bathroom and come back and doing it or something. Yeah. But no. And that one the other day was so strange. I'd never heard that. (laughs) I was like, good. Because it's like, usually it kind of make you jump, but that one was like, whoa. Yeah. And I didn't even know the monitors got that loud. You know, it, it's, it, it, it's interesting right now, and I don't know if you've noticed anything else, but I was talking with uh, an investigator the other day involved with, uh, 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 what house was it? I'm trying to think of it. I just had it at the tip of my tongue. I just talked about it on the show the other day. Anyway, um, it'll be on the Grave Talks coming up here in a couple uh, uh, weeks or months. Um, In July, it's going to air. But we were talking, the Haunted Hinsdale House is what it is. And he was talking to me about since the whole COVID thing has been going on, that he believes there's a big spike in paranormal activity at his location. And, and this is just an, an a observation or more so a curiosity on my part, because I don't really have anything to observe here. But as I'm talking to folks, and I'm doing several interviews in the next week too, I'm wondering if all of this is going to see a spike in paranormal activity in locations that are already known to be haunted and places that are not known to be haunted, just across the board, just with all the nervous energy that's going on and all the uncertainty if this is just gonna you know feed off of that because i think we're at a point right now where you know the nervous energy is off the chart you know we're in in that stage of of 9-11 uncertainty and and worry we're in the stage far worse than 2008 i I guess the only other thing to compare it to which i don't have a reference point because i wasn't alive would be some time of war like world war ii or something of that nature where you just don't know what the hell is going on. And and I, I'm wondering, you know, are we going to see spikes here and there with or with this specific situation, especially with people at home and things of that nature? Uh, can you imagine if you your house, I mean, I know you say your house isn't haunted, but um, if it was super haunted, um, like your, your childhood home, being quarantined in the haunted house that you know damn well is haunted for all of these months and you oh can't leave. I couldn't. And I couldn't have done that. And there's a lot of folks right now in that situation. And and, and that's where I'm wondering, uh, are we going to find more stories of the houses that are haunted spiking up? Are we going to find people who didn't know if their houses were haunted, having more shit happen? Have you noticed anything in your non-haunted house right now <laughs> of anything? Well, more this than normal. a weird thing the other night that happened. Nope. I just pulled it up. So I'm talking, I'm texting with my sister back and forth. Now, she's one that also, not haunted house, but has weird shit happen. Like, Mm -hmm. she's got a dresser that sits up pretty high. And now, like two or three times, she's walked in and there's a picture of her children that's completely turned around. And she lives by herself. And in that same spot, like her Bluetooth speaker, you know how you carry it from room to room. Mm -hmm. It goes out right there. Then you walk past it and it comes back in. You walk and it's got this weird spot. And it's the same place where she saw this man walk. <laughs> but it's not right. haunted and she saw a man. Right. 
And so she's like, but I don't think my house is haunted, but she thinks it's her. And I'm like, every because everywhere she's ever lived, she's got the same shit going on. Yeah. So the other night we're te- we're texting back and forth and about the new house and um and I, I'm like about what could go wrong and the appraisal and what about the inspection and then she types me types text in capital B period O period and I go B O <laughs> she said. That's weird. I didn't just write that. It just did it. And I said, weird, lots of exclamation points. And she said, I just watched it do it. Oh, God. I'm like, huh? She goes, I have no idea what that means, but it just did it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, B-O, what does that mean? Is that like a... Yeah. Or B or something like that. Look I mean, the for... kids don't use the the periods, Kathy. Yeah, and she has no idea what it was. And I said maybe accidental voice to text. No, I don't have any noise in the room. <laughs> I said, well, the only thing it explains is why I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> yeah, I will because have. I still don't know what it meant. I will have like Alexa, and I because I have Alexa in like every room of the house. Sometimes I won't be saying a word. I'll just be walking around and all of a sudden it'll pop up like, boom, boom. I didn't understand that. Like, yeah, but Carl will do that sometime. Yeah. It's like, I didn't be say like, anything. And I go, I, never mind. And my car's like, okay. Yeah. No worries. But that was weird. She's just sitting in her bed at night with no sound in her house. And her phone just texts B O. So she's seen a man in the house. She has these things going on. And she's still not convinced it's haunted? What is she rationalizing? Yeah, and I'm like, you do get that I can never spend the night at your house now that I know this shit. Yeah. Like, that ain't happening. Well, is it because she doesn't feel threatened or anything? She just kind of feels like it's neutral or at peace, and that's what she doesn't consider? Every house she's ever lived in has had this. Yeah. Every single one. And some of them were legit. Yeah. Like, for sure. There was one of them she lived in a really long time ago, like right out of high school, and like furniture would rearrange and like big things would move. And that's beyond just like being sensitive and she's picking it up more than others. When your furniture is being rearranged, that's where like anybody right. who walks in that's the house, haunted. that's yeah. some haunted shit. Everyone's going to see that. That's not a, I'm sensitive. I can censor someone by you. It's like, no, this shit is really real. Um, they even built a new house, a brand new house. And, she saw like a man walk into the bathroom more than once. Do you think it's, she's not psychotic? No, no, not at all. Do you think that this is something that has followed her from your childhood home? I do. I think it's her whole life. And so I'm like, you're not coming to my cute new house and leaving that shit around here. You're not going to haunt the show. And your mystery man can't stay here. You're going to haunt my my haunt the shit up at my house. <laughs> Bring your dog so at least your dog could alert me. My dog's old and he sleeps through anything these days. <laughs> it's like you're standing outside the house and everybody right now is doing the uh, digital thermometer test to make sure people don't have a fever. You're standing out there with a crucifix and holy water going, <laughs> "You ain't coming in here, bitch." <laughs> You got some bad energy going on. No. I don't have the corona. No, but you got the ghost. Person housewarming party. (laughs) I better only do eight. 
Oh, that's just don't want it to look bad to the new neighbors. <laughs> I love your okay, sister. You're not having a party at all for anybody who just now thought, man, I can't believe Carol's going to have an eight person party. I'm not having a party. Just know that. It's a joke. Down the road when everything reopens, I'll have a 12 person party. <laughs> It'll be awesome. It'll be so cute. In the backyard, spaced out. And, uh, <laughs> Because yeah. I can't get past it, I'll have my, I'll have my my hand wipes sitting out there because you can't still buy hand sanitizer. Yeah. And I luckily found some wipes, but yeah, so I really have to wipe everything down. I just bought uh, like 180 proof grain alcohol that works too. <laughs> and what used to be like a like a two dollar three dollar bottle is now a twenty dollar bottle at the liquor store. Yeah. But yeah. but we got some and we just kind of pour that into the hand sanitizer. Uh, you know, little bottles and use that. And if you can find aloe lotion, you can mix the two together and that's great, but good luck finding that too. So, uh, 2020, <laughs> we'll, we'll take a fun look back at this someday. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our next uh, letter. It says, it's dark, but that's not what scares me. I can't move, so I begin to panic. I try to scream. My thoughts are the loudest thing in my room. Instinctively, my panic turns into the last resort. I use all my force to lift my arm to punch the wall before instantly being forced back into bed. I know this demon has put me into sleep paralysis. It's all beginning to make sense. I'm crawling on the floor now like an animal, head turned all the way around. I'm fully possessed, I believe. Before I think it's too late, my friend walks in the room, waking up from the loud bang. She sees me. To her, it's like I'm playing some sick joke, and I wake up, almost full sprint to make coffee and tell Sherry, my friend, about the nightmare I had. Still in panic mode, I relate to this terrible nightmare I just experienced, and she turns to me, her face in confusion. Dorinda, you weren't dreaming. It was real. I'm not comprehending. She repeats, you weren't dreaming. You were really possessed. So I start to panic while everything fades to darkness. I can't move. I can't scream. I wake up. Now not knowing what's real or fake, I lay there catching my breath, dragging myself out of bed to go find Sherry. Without fail, she's downstairs brewing coffee, relieved. I tell her we need to talk. It's about two cups of coffee and a long, dragged-out horror story later. I get to the end of my horrible nightmare, and Sherry looks at me as if she's realized something. I ask, are you okay? He kind of went pale on me. She replies with last night, yes, I had the nightmare last night. She says, no, something happened last night in your bedroom around 3 a.m. Now I'm nervous and confused as to what in the world she is about to say. She says, well, last night I woke up around 3 a.m. to use the bathroom and underneath your bedroom door was a bright blue illuminating glow. So I crept up to the door and just cracked it open because I had this overwhelming feeling the door would slam shut in my face. I briefly took a peek and seen a bright blue glow underneath your bed, brushing it off as your TV in the middle of the night. Just sitting there with chills all over my body as I could think about was how I have never had a TV in that bedroom. To this day, all I can do is speculate because I see the same blue light under my father's door when I was just a child. I have no idea what the light was coming from that she claimed to see the other night. Well, that's creepy. Bright blue lights in the middle of the night. Yeah, well, you know, let's talk about cupcakes <laughs> because they're so delicious and good. 
No, like when I hear a story like that, sometimes I got to think about something happier. Yeah. Because that was a really weird story. It is. Do you ever have those dreams where you dream that you are waking up in your bed and like everything is kind of normal or whatever the situation is, and then you kind of begin your day and then all of a sudden, boom, you're back in your bed and you're still yeah, waking I, up? Yeah, I have had that happen. It's so confusing. Last night I had a weird one because I actually think I yelled in my sleep. Yeah. And I don't do that. Yeah. But, and it was because someone, I was in a hotel and someone was trying to get in the room and they kept, like, the the door was locked, but they were banging on it so hard that you could see the door physically moving. Mm -hmm. So I go up to the door to yell, go away. And so in my dream, that's what I was going to do, like, as loud as I could. And I think I literally yelled, <laughs> but it came out more like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was more like, ah, I think is what I yelled. But yeah. in my head, it was going to be this really loud Fierce yelling. Grow, Thank go God away. I didn't do that. <laughs> I but, don't. Yeah. But I, I have had those dreams where I swear I got up and I did. I, yeah. I didn't get up. And especially when it's super normal. I get it like when it's like nightmarish, you can go, okay, that was a nightmare. But just when it's like completely like there's nothing weird about this, like you get up, you just kind of start going through your routine and all of a sudden, boom, you're back in bed. Like, no, I've never like gone through my routine. It's more like, okay, that was weird. I got to wake up because it's yeah. really hard to wake up. It's like, finally, I'm awake. I'm awake. No, I'm not. Yeah. And then you're right back in it. And then it's like fighting to wake up. And then when you do, it's like, am I awake? Yeah. I thought I was awake. Now am I really awake? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. And it's so vivid. It feels so See, real. See, what would be weird if I was having a really horrific dream and then somebody told me that there was a blue light coming from under my <laughs> From like under my door. And there's no blue light. Don't even tell me that shit. Yeah. I will never sleep again. Something's Ever. better left unknown. I was talking in my sleep the other night, and I, I think, you know, we're all under a lot of stress right now. But um and I rarely talk in my, my sleep, and it was just closer to morning. And there's been a lot of stressors around our neighborhood lately where we're just kind of like not happy and we're just ready to to hit the bricks and get out of here. Um, but, uh, so Jen heard me saying the people, the people. And I think she thought Ooh. I was like having a nightmare about the people, um, or some, you know, somebody that was bothering me. And, and it turns out, I remember the dream vividly, uh, because she, she taps me and she's like, Hey, you're, you're talking in your sleep. Are you okay? It sounded like you're having a nightmare. I'm like, no, actually I was explaining to someone about a radio station in the early 90s that <laughs> changed formats and then another station in the market copied it and took all of their jingles and their staff and then completely re-imaged themselves to sound like this other station that went off the air and they're still around today and super popular and I used to work there and it's just like this stupid radio rant that she didn't care to hear at 5.30 a.m. Uh, in my Asperger's way of going into detail on shit <laughs> and... Uh, and it's just like I was explaining this to someone in my dream of this weird radio transition that I and like eight other people remember. Um, <laughs> Did that for real happen? Yeah, it, it was uh, a station called Magic 104 in uh, 
That to me would, I would be like, whoa. It was a genius move. (laughs) And it's still around today. It was a station in in Wisconsin in the Fox Valley. And we have a lot of listeners up there. It was stationed in uh, Oshkosh called Magic 104. It was a big top 40. They changed it to an oldie station. And then a station in Green Bay that was doing okay in the ratings uh, wanted to gain the popularity in the other part of the listener area. So they took all the jingles from Magic 104, re-imaged them to say WIXX, which is the station that still exists today. Big Heritage Top 40, been around now 30-some years. Uh, took the morning show from Magic 104, still the same morning show today since that time. Um, Murphy in the Morning is what it's called. And uh, and several of the staff members originally uh, moved from there to there. A lot of them now no longer on that station. But, um, but yeah, it was just a really interesting kind of way, psychological, you know, mind fuck. It's the people. Yeah. And my, my thing was, was the people didn't know the people weren't any wiser to it. And that's, that's what my, the people was. (laughs) But But if I heard somebody talking in the, like in their sleep, the people, yeah, that would be creepy to me. Yeah. It, it, it it comes across totally creepy and I'm just talking about jingles. So that's, (laughs) that's my world. The, the midday person. Yeah. I used to have nightmares because yeah, when I worked uh, when I worked at WIXX in the late 90s, we were still playing CD to CD, um, which was pretty old. You know, even late 90s, a lot of ones weren't doing that, but we still were. And so you had to be on, on the ball. You know, there's, you know, you oh, got yeah. three minutes and 20 seconds maybe to, you know, hit your next sweeper out of the cart deck and then your, uh, your next song. And you hope to God your two Denon CD players work. And one of them was questionable at best. And our third backup was like super questionable at best. Which is why it was the third yeah. backup. And this is the number one rated top 40 station, highest billing station in the market. And we just had shit equipment. <laughs> but um, go figure. That seems to be how it always works. But uh, it was, uh, so I would have nightmares that the CDs weren't queuing up. And then you got to jump on the air and talk in between everything while grabbing the CD, putting it back in the player and hoping that that one cues and nothing ever cues right in the dream. And it just, it's hell. But, well, um, you know, everybody, no matter what your profession is, yeah, everyone has those dreams. Sure. Like if you're a waitress, it's, you keep getting sat and you mean to get to that table. You haven't got to that table. And then now there's another table and their food's up and you can't get their food, be- you know, and it's those stress dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. I still have dreams like that about going to college. Like, oh man, I still haven't got to that class yet. I don't know what I'd rather have, like a haunting or a stress dream, because the stress dreams can like stick with me for hours after having them. And sometimes they're very hard to fall back asleep from, no matter how stupid it is, where it's like, I don't work in radio anymore. I never have yeah, to but worry I'd about this. I'd rather have the stress dream. Yeah. I might not sleep very well, but it won't keep me awake at night thinking something's going to walk into my room. That's true. That's true. There's that. One more story today. And our phone number again, 855-853-4802. If you want to share yours with us, as I've been listening to your show for about two years, I'm currently only at uh, episodes recorded at the end of 2015. Nonetheless, I've always liked ghost stories in the daytime. Helps pass the time while working, doing chores and on long trips. So I thank you. Now to my story. I recently, two years ago, got my first teaching job and moved to a small rural town in Oregon. There aren't many places to rent, let alone that accept cats. Luckily, I found a place. It was a hospital that was built in 1915. 
Then it was a nursing home, later becoming an apartment and condominium complex. I'm not sensitive, at least I don't think I am, but I do believe in ghosts, maybe out of fear. But my fiancé is sensitive. He's done a good job of either limiting his sensitivity or just not telling me. Just this Christmas time, we stayed home since both of our families live far away. Chris, my fiancé, always told me that Christmas time was not just a special time for him, but also a time where he experiences more paranormal activity. We'd gone to see the newest Star Wars movie and wanted to get McDonald's after. My fiancé needed to grab something from the apartment, so we drove from the theater to the apartment. I parked in front of one of the entrances. This entrance was to the basement, but the floor is halfway above ground. The windows beside the door to the recreation rooms. There are three windows on one side and three on the other. If you're outside facing the door, the windows on the right are to the puzzle room, and the windows to the left are the billiards room. During the nighttime, the lights to these rooms are usually off. So back to the story, I didn't want to get out of the car, so I sat there watching my fiancé get into the building. I looked over to the closest window on the left on the door to the billiards room, and I saw a man or a shadow waving at me maybe even smiling in the dark window. Freaked out, I looked forward to my steering wheel, and at the time I assumed it was just some creepy person waving at me. Several days later, sometime after Christmas, about five days later, I was doing chores and listening to your show. Made me think about that incident. I finally told my fiancé what had happened. We thought either it was a tenant or a shadow person. The next day, my fiancé told me that he looked to the billiards room and there was, and was wondering how much of the person I saw. It was from the chest up. It gave me a weird look because the windows are high up. I looked for myself already freaked out and only peeked in the room. The windows were high up, about six feet off the wall until the windowsill. And underneath it is a reused pew. I had chills. If it was a person, they would have to get onto the back of the pew or maybe get to the right height or be a ridiculous height himself, maybe using a ladder. My fiancé was wondering if maybe the person was far away from the window, but I swore he was at the window. He asked us because when he walked past the entrance of the billiards room, he saw about two or three people in the room. Mind you, the room had no lights on, so he assumed it was one of those people. Until the day I told my fiancé about this, I assumed it was a person, but was wondering why he, and maybe others, was in the room in the dark. I'll insert pictures of the window. Honestly, since I first moved in, I felt that these rooms were a little creepy. I'll forever be wondering if it was a person or a ghost. And were those people that my fiancé saw ghosts? I now quickly walk down that hallway, not looking around to get to my car. Let me know what y'all think. I'll try to convince my fiancé to write in some of his stories. Thank you for making this show. That is a creepy one when the, uh, especially the physical dimensions don't match up to their being a logical answer to possibly Especially explain. somebody waving at you. Why yeah. would anybody be waving at you? Because they're dead. And they want a little attention. Hey. Hi. Even a ghost. It's like, hey, here I am. I'm dead up here. Hey. I'll probably bleed. I would do that sort of shit. And then I'd be like, well, you're a ghost. Why are you doing stupid shit like that? Like, do something scary. Don't like wave like, hi. But well, I don't know if you're a ghost in a window and you're trying to get somebody's attention. You got to do something. Yeah. Over here. Um, That's. But that poor, did that person say they, they've been listening and they're up to 2015? Yes, that's how far back they so are. So that means if they're still going like that, they're going to hear their episode in like two years because there's a lot of episodes. <laughs> or longer. 
It'd be like right? 2025 by the time they yeah. get to their episode. So that person will be like one day going, God, that story sounds a lot like that thing that happened to me. <laughs> oh, shit. That's me. Oh, oh, shit. That was me. I yeah. did write it. I'm like that last week about shit, but um, I, I like by five years, I'd be like, was that me? I'm not sure. That that sounds <laughs> maybe. That, that's weird that that happened to somebody else because that happened to me, too. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because there's a lot of episodes between now and 2015. Yeah, that's five years ago. Like a thousand some. <laughs> so. And then they're going to get to now and they're like, who is this woman? <laughs> like talking to tony what is i don't don't recognize her i it's funny because i mean well jen's been back on the show now for about a year as well and i still have people going is jenny ever going to come back it's like she was gone for about six months but she's back she's been back for about a year it's like just listen to normal you know but um, but i get it i mean if you're going kind of chronologically and you're starting way back and you're sticking chronologically you're still, you know, quite a ways back, uh, but I don't know. Some have gone all the way through. And if you, I guess if you're doing like seven, eight hours a day of the show, in about a year, you can make it up to the current time. <laughs> so <laughs> that person will hear their story in one year. Exactly. That yeah. rate. Four hours a day, it's two years. Yeah. You binge away. And if you add the EPPs in there, you got to add another 300 oh. hours. So, oh. yeah. So it's, uh, it adds up. But, uh, but I don't know, like something like that, it doesn't seem possible that someone would be just, no. if the windows are six feet off the ground. No. Seeing things in windows is a real creepy experience. I remember we were in West Bend, Wisconsin, and we we're actually about to go on a, a ghost tour. Um, and we were waiting for the gentleman to, to give it uh, outside of their courthouse uh, downtown in the fall months. And the sun is setting and it's getting fairly dark at, at dusk. And we're looking up at the top of the courthouse building. And there's a couple windows like in a bell tower type area. And there's this faint outline of a person up there. And this building is closed. There's no cars around. I'm assuming there's nobody up there. And the thing just like sits there and i'm wondering is this like a shadow of something and then it kind of moves left and right a bit and then it just goes away and i think it's the only time i've seen an apparition and it was pretty distant but i did ask about it later and they did say yeah people have seen this apparition up there i'm like boom i saw a ghost and i saw me once so I was on a ghost tour in Chicago, and they took us on the campus of, there's a university right there in Chicago. Sure. I can't think of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, so they set up the whole story, like there's a vortex to hell right over there. And um, and this house was kind of the inspiration for Rosemary's Baby. And if you look up to the top attic, sometimes people have reported seeing a baby. So I walk up to the front door to look in. And I saw somebody and I literally screamed out loud, like literally screamed and realized that there was two doors on both sides of the house. And I was just seeing one of the other people on my tour (laughs) (laughs) and I screamed really loud. I was like, ah, oh, that's somebody on our tour. That's (laughs) funny. I didn't realize there was a door there. (laughs) It's there was a mining town that we were at in Colorado uh, it was near Salida. It was in Salida itself. I can't think of what its name was. Jen would know. 
Um, but uh, it was a small little mining town. You got to kind of really wind your Those way up. Those are kind of creepy. It was completely creepy. You got to wind your way up this hill. It was like infested with chipmunks. It was really kind of neat because oh. the chipmunks like jump over on your leg and stuff. And it's just, it's crazy. But um, it was a neat little place. But uh, there's, they all, it's very talked about being haunted. There's been letters on the show about it before. And so we're driving through it. And Jen actually was driving on the way down the mountain pass. And we're driving, and all of a sudden she just slams on the brakes and then backs up. And then she looks up into the window of this old building that's pretty much abandoned in their downtown, which is really like five buildings. She goes, Tony, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And then I looked, I'm like, honey, it's a mannequin. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> and, and it was. Somebody put a mannequin up in this window to be just fucking with people. And... It worked. Totally worked. <laughs> but if you're by yourself and you're seeing this and you're not somebody to back it up, you'd be like, oh, my oh, God. But that's the reason they put it there. It was clearly like an old J.C. Penny mannequin or something. Just to mess with people. Yeah, it was great. I'm like, bravo. Whoever, I want to talk to who did that. That's great. But um, <laughs> Tony, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, like, you no. mean mannequin? Yeah, I've the, seen The it. mannequin in the window? <laughs> yeah, see that. And I'll admit, you know, I probably wasn't as casual as that. But at first, because there's a moment where I'm like, oh, my God. And then like, it's a mannequin. It's a mannequin in the window, you know. Oh, but, that makes me laugh. That's good. But uh, I get, yeah, I can't think of that. On the next episode when Jen's on, I'll ask her what town it was because I just can't think of it. But yeah, it was uh, it was a neat uh, it was a neat little place to visit. Anyway, that's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. That's a supporter of our program. If you can swing it, only five dollars a month, and for that, you get all the EPP bonus episodes, more than three hundred of them, brand new ones every single week. You get uh, e copy of our Amazon best-selling book. You get the audio book as well. Uh, video content, advanced episodes, commercial free. It's all there. We really try and make it worth your while to help support this thing and keep it on the air. Ghostpodcast.com to do that or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to become an extra podcast person and keep real ghost stories online alive. Until next time for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.